welcome along to Elite Six. You're with Danny DeHeck, another Elite Six member interview. Today's interview is with Vanessa Skilton, who is a travel advisor. I'll be asking her 12 random questions. Welcome along, Vanessa. How are you doing today? Oh, very well, thanks, Danny. How about yourself? I'm doing just Dan, <laughs> as they say. Right, straight into it. Question number one. What is the craziest thing you have ever done? <laughs> Um, well, I have to say the craziest thing, which is very, very recent, uh, I decided to hold a tarantula for the first time in my life. Oh my um, and I have an absolute fear of spiders. So <laughs> I did that in Cambodia. Wow. How long ago was that? Uh, about two weeks ago now. Yes. Well, yeah, that's thrilling. I did see a, a photo coming flying through on your Facebook, so well done. <laughs> You'll have to post that later. <laughs> yeah, creepy things. Anyway, um, that's put me off my, my food now. <laughs> what is one thing you will never do again? What is one thing I would never do again? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't have many things that I wouldn't do again, I don't think. Um no, not off the top of my head. No, I can't. No, I wouldn't be able to answer that. <laughs> if, yeah. I, if I'd have jumped out of an aeroplane and didn't like it, I wouldn't do it again, but yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and just bear in mind, these questions are totally random, and even I don't know which I'm about to ask. That's right, that's all part of the impromptu part. Okay, what is your biggest fear and why? I think you actually might have just answered I've that. just answered that, yes. Yeah. Yes, spiders are definitely a big fear, and um, so I've... I've got a well. I can't say that I've completely got over the fear because I'm sure I'll jump if I see another hairy spider. But yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah. so you just thought, well, let's um, face my fears and um, run it off to a tarantula farm and yeah. grab one of those. Well, we we visited this tour, this town last year, and uh, I wasn't prepared to see live tarantula when we pulled up. Um, so I was absolutely petrified and didn't want to get off the bus. But I knew we were going to do it this year. Mm. and um, I decided in the back of my mind that I needed to try and overcome the fear, and I did. Jumped off the bus and patted one first and then decided to, to put one on me. So, mm. yeah, I know. <laughs> Apparently I have to eat one next year, but I don't think I will. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Because yeah, when I've travelled, uh, often you'll find them, they roast a whole lot of insects mm. and the whole lot nine yards, and as you're walking around the, uh, the markets, you, yep. you find lots of you animals. You just eat them, yes. Yeah. I had crickets and I had um, moth larvae. I, had, I ate those this year. Right. Yeah, but I'm not sure about spiders. <laughs> yeah, no. I, th I think that the secret is you just deep fry them and yeah. they will taste like deep fry. That's right, they're just crunching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I saw somebody eat a hoo-hoo grub once and that was pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, what more are you wanting in your business right now? Uh, personally, I need to be able to market better. So... Um, and obviously from marketing, hopefully I'll get more clients. So that's that's the one thing I need to learn more about social marketing and social media. That's the biggest thing that I need to do and right. get out of um, my business. So. And if you, what sort of niche are you in with your business? Like what, uh, are you booking domestic flights? Was it all um, third world countries? Or? Mostly, mostly international would be my main uh clients at the moment uh, now that I've hosted a couple of tours to Cambodia Laos and Vietnam um, I'm actually going to start focusing on the Asia area and actually trying to organize tours to go there um, to learn about the countries that we 
forget about, I think, because, you know, after the war, people think the war is over, but to those countries, they're not. You know, mm. there's a lot of things that they still deal with over there in regard to the Vietnam War. Yeah, I absolutely love Vietnam. My, my fear of Vietnam was it would have been too commercialised mm. and too tourism, and it wasn't. It was, um, and I didn't really get off the beaten track. Yeah. Uh, so I can only imagine it gets better the more places you know. The more remote places, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you the same question again. <laughs> <laughs> question five. What was your first job? Oh, my first job. Uh, gosh, I have, I worked in a couple of milk bars, because that's in Australia, the, the, the equivalent of a dairy over here, for my uncles. My official first job was a PA at a university. Wow. Yeah. What's your favourite milkshake? <laughs> Vanilla with lots of ice cream in it. <laughs> I remember those. You just get them so well made that you could tip them upside down and they wouldn't move. That's right, I, exactly. Yeah. You had to really suck it through the straw. <laughs> yeah, and the small straw, you'd have no show. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your proudest accomplishment? Uh, my business, actually, my uh, becoming self-employed as a travel advisor. Um, I worked a long time to try and get to where I am. I, mm. I wanted to learn. I've been in the travel industry for 20 years, and I wanted to know a little bit about each different part of travel before I got to be um, an advisor. So I worked wholesale. I worked in a call center. I worked for airpoints. Um, I worked for corporate as well so yeah just building up my knowledge to be able to become self-employed yeah sounds like a fun job actually well, some I, days yeah, <laughs> I absolutely love to travel it's just one of my passions you know? <laughs> people I've been to 35 countries or more now and yeah. people ask me what my favorite is and it's always a big pause oh, absolutely. and I said oh they're all different really yeah they yeah. all offer something completely different, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Japan was probably the most freakiest one because I couldn't read the the writing. <laughs> so you'd go into a restaurant and you'd be trying to figure out what to what order, <laughs> and I uh, just couldn't read. Yeah. Being, being dyslexic and trying to read Japanese, yeah, is just really, not a good combination. <laughs> didn't work. All right, here you go. I think music. I said, what song would you say best sums you up? <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was Eye of the Tiger. I'm not sure whether that's oh. a good thing or not. Yeah, the beat in there is really yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I try and take everything as it comes. Yeah. You know, um, you just, you know, going, and I think traveling as well, you know, going to places like Cambodia, Laos, you see what you, what other people don't have. Mm. And, um, you know, there, there's no excuse not to do something you know, about mm. your life or, you know, when you see something like that. So, yeah. I um, Every time I come back from a third world country, mm. I just think that we're so fortunate in New Zealand. We've yep. got, we can come up with a business idea, implement mm. it and do it. Yeah. You know, and we can do it on little money as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah so at least not get started on <laughs> We could <laughs> this, spend hours this talking. This interview will be about me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then here's a good one then. For somebody who is self-employed, it's often quite hard. Um, but what motivates you to get up in the morning? <laughs> my, dog. Say, my dog. My <laughs> dog. My dog motivates me to get out of bed. Oh, look, honestly, I because I have to send people to all sorts of places, um, making sure that they get what they need. You know, I, I honestly think my focus is always my client. You know, I, I don't think of, while it is my business, I always think, you know, I need to make my clients happy, and that's that's ultimately what I what I do. I try to do that. Yeah. 
Mm. They get me out of bed. <laughs> yeah, they do. And uh, what, what is your dog's name? PJ is my dog's name. PJ. Yes, yeah. And he gets me out of bed, and uh, if I don't take him for a walk within an hour of getting out of bed, he whines at me. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I miss my dog. His name's Apple. Apple. <laughs> yeah, Apple Eye Dog. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome. He doesn't know it's a bad name, it's a good name. <laughs> Okay, good one. What makes you laugh the most? I would actually like to rephrase this question to yeah. when, when was the last time you had a belly laugh? A belly laugh? Oh my gosh. Um, oh, <laughs> yesterday, actually, I met That's up good. with, I don't know whether I should be saying his name, but I met up with, <laughs> with one of the guys that I used to work with at Airpoints. He now works for Emirates, so he's a very good contact to have. Mm. And um, he was telling me about an incident at work that he was carrying scissors around and he was just completely frantic and off his off his feet, you know, doing lots of stuff. And then apparently someone knocked on the door and he walked to the door with these scissors in his hand. <laughs> and so, yeah, apparently there was a delivery guy there, so he put the scissors away. Um, but, yeah, yeah, he just, yeah, just, he makes me laugh all the time. He just, yeah, it's, it's, he might be run off his feet and absolutely crazy busy, but he always has a good laugh and a joke, which is really cool. Chucky's bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, let's see. Ooh, I'll just read this question to Slexia Danny here. What's the story of how you got to where you are um, and where you want to go? Now, I think I'll say that. What's the story of where, how you got to where you are? Yeah. Um, I guess that is a combination of quite a few things. I've had a few of my own little businesses along the way. Um, so just learning... I was a photographer, so, you know, learning my value for photography, um, learning to be a business person, so that sort of set me up to think business-wise. The 20 years of the travel industry has, you know, obviously given me the knowledge of um, the airline industry, because I worked for Air New Zealand for the majority of that time. Uh, So understanding how that worked. Um, Personally, uh, you know, my mum and dad... You know, they, you know, always talk about mum and dad because, um, you know, obviously I have to have to spend some time with my mum and dad very shortly. But, um, yeah, they, they had a huge, huge uh, influence on my life to do things. My mum is an inspiration. She's uh, She was awarded uh, an award at the Sydney Opera House not long ago and uh, mm. for her artwork in Aboriginal art. Wow. Um, yeah, so, you know, the, the people, other people have been my biggest inspiration to for me to get to where I am. Yeah, yeah I like people. Yeah. Apparently I need them in my business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to replace my bots, but it's just not happening. All right, the last and the twelfth question is, uh, what's the best gift you have ever been given? It doesn't have to be a material one. No. Um, my acceptance of people. I think, you know, growing up, uh, and I do have an... Aboriginal history uh, is, you know, I, I have wonder Aboriginal what that didgeridoo was doing. In the I know. <laughs> so, you know, um, I've, I've had the advantage. My parents moved off an island that was very, very racist um, towards Aboriginal people. So I, I was able to to step away from receiving any sort of racism from from people in Tasmania. But I have the other side, so I can actually see two sides of a story. Mm. I think that's probably the biggest. Um, take from anything that I have you know I I try and give people a chance I try to not assume things you know 
you, you just can't judge a book by its cover, you know, mm. so that sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I think just giving people an opportunity, um, you know, I think, the, yeah, the biggest gift is just, just accepting people for who they are and, and, you know, just listening to their stories and, and yeah, being there for them as well as much mm. as anything. Yeah. Culture. I just mm. uh, remember when the first time I went to Australia, I come back, and uh, with the boomerang as you do, <laughs> went down to the park to show my nephew how to. Th- I bought it for him. Yeah. And I went down to the park to show him how to throw it. Yeah. And I did a real good job of throwing it. So good it landed in the tree. And, <laughs> and never, never came back. No, and he went back <laughs> looking for it for days, <laughs> but it never fell down. So yeah, can you throw a boomerang? Um, I think I did when I was younger, but in Tasmania they don't have boomerangs. Right. So there you go. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for coming along today. Uh, so that's Vanessa Skilton. And uh, if you go to elite6.co.nz and search for Vanessa, you'll find her. And also it'll be in the notes of the podcast today. Uh, now, just for the last minute, can you tell people who you are and what you do? What I do. So I am a travel advisor. Uh, I am able to assist people with their travel needs. Now, whether that is flights, accommodation, tours, cruises, uh, anything, visas, passport information, I can help to a degree. Um, But yeah, just assisting people with any sort of travel, whether it's just a a transfer at the airport or whether it's a full-on 60-day or around-the-world cruise, I can help. Sounds wonderful. Thanks for joining us. And that's uh, Elite Six. And that's another interview with a member of Elite Six. Thanks for joining.